Hello, everybody, and welcome to this newest edition of the Couples Develop podcast. I am so excited to be with you again today. Um, My name is Bridget once again, and I'm a marriage and family therapy graduate student. Um, I created this podcast with my boyfriend, Justin, who's a financial planner, and we created this podcast. We had the idea previously um, before COVID-19 kind of began to run its course, uh, but out of that pandemic and the and apart, we wanted to do something creative and uh, talk about a topic that are, is so influential and so um, impactful in both of our lives as well as our relationship, and that is personal development and as that relates to couples development. So we are so happy you are here with us again today and are committed to having an exceptional life and relationship. Today, I'm really excited to be talking with Jessica, who as a recent pro as a recent counseling program graduate and recently completed her internship and is just beginning her career. So Jessica, thank you so much for being willing to chat with us today. Thank you so much, Bridget. It's really a pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm just so excited. I, mean, I know we've been exchanging some messages back and forth here for a couple months. So I'm so excited to talk with you um, and just get to know you a little better, um, learn from your wisdom. And I know our listeners are also really excited for everything you have to share with us today. So thank you so much. Thank you too, Bridget. I really appreciate it. I hope that people will be able to get derive something from what I'm saying that will be helpful for sure. Oh, yeah, I know I will. um, I can speak from personal experience. I know I will. um, And I know everyone else listening will too. So if we could just start off, um, I would love it if you'd be willing to share with us uh, a little bit more about um, who you are, what led you to the field of counseling and therapy, um, and just something that's been um, on your mind lately or something that's been exciting you about life. Okay, well, so I am, uh, I'm, I don't, I haven't graduated yet. I graduate actually this August, okay. but I did complete my internship. Um, so I, what brought me into counseling, honestly, I did counseling when I was um, a teenager for a short while. And even mm-hmm. then I remembered thinking how great that would be, you know, with very limited understanding, but to be able to talk with people and kind of connect in a deeper way. I've always been kind of a person mm-hmm. who I'm not really great with small talk, unfortunately. <laughs> I like always sure. just dive deep right away. And then I always have like a lot of questions for people. So it's kind of more my forte um, counseling and just, I also recognize like people would tell me some of the things that they didn't ever tell anyone else. And so to me, that was really like um, something I really wanted to protect, you know, that people trusted me not to repeat Mm. things. And so um, I, you know, when I was in the middle of grad school and wondering like, because it was kind of a sacrifice, I started working part time. And so I was thinking, like, am I going to make it through? Like, am I going to continue to be able to work part time and do this? And I I kind of felt like um, either I was going to be an unpaid counselor, and people were going to still be telling me things (laughs) about their life and stuff. Or I was going to do it as a professional career. So I went with the professional career route. Um, So yeah, it's kind of, I feel like counseling has kind of um, found me in a way, (laughs) more so than me finding counseling, honestly. Very cool. Very, very cool. I like, I like your point about um, being either continuing to um, use your skills and your strengths that 
uh, you saw in yourself and so many other people saw um, in connecting with you and sharing things they hadn't shared with other people. So I love how you mentioned you're either going to continue to do that for free or um, put those skills to use and, and make a living from it. So that that's great. Yes, thanks, Bridget. And you said something interesting to me right now. Um, I guess with COVID yeah. going on, something that I've noticed when I go to the stores and just something personal too, like I've definitely been able to tap into like more creative projects being home more, which is a part of my life that normally is lacking, you know, and a lot of times like with counseling, because it is a more serious day-to-day interaction with people. It's so important to get back connected with the things in our lives that bring us that joy and kind of like that childlike wonder too. So when I go to the Mm. store now during COVID and I look at the craft supplies, they're like sold out. So I can tell a lot of other people are getting crafty right now too. So I think that's a great (laughs) thing. Um, But that's just something I think is kind of interesting during this time and season we are in. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I, I, I have not noticed that myself, but have wanted to get into more creative things. So definitely an inspiration there. And very cool that you've noticed that um, other people are kind of tapping into that um, creative process and childlike wonder, as you mentioned. Yes. Very cool. Well, awesome. Well, then I would just like to um, dig a little bit into your internship um, that you mentioned you just completed. So congratulations on that, first Thank of all. You. Um, and if you would just share kind of what that experience was like for you. Um, anything you learned, um, you know, just, just overall explaining that experience would be wonderful. Okay. So I can say it was a very rich learning experience. I honestly could Mm -hmm. probably write three books about all that I've learned. So I know we don't have time for all Mm -hmm. of that. So I kind of narrowed it down to something that I think can be very helpful for students of counseling and something that I think would have been helpful Mm -hmm. for me in hindsight looking back. Um, I've also been in counseling for years myself personally. So um, it's something that I I know I personally struggled with at first, and then I've also seen some of my counselors struggle with too. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like... um, when people open up to like these deep, deepest recesses of pain in their life, it can be very uncomfortable to stay in that place. Like, I think our Mm -hmm. natural tendency is to kind of want to rescue or say something kind of, oh, no, you know, but really, you have to let people have their experience, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. and to be able to speak from that place. Because in the speaking from that place, I feel like that's where they kind of get free. So how I've learned to look at it, Bridget, is like almost like a labor and delivery nurse, which is something else I wanted to be many, many years ago. Interesting. But so you're Uh like there to really help this person birth this pain in a way. And so like um, Mm -hmm. in having two of my own children, too, you can't push too soon. If you push too soon, you have to start the whole process over. So that was kind of a terrifying Mm -hmm. thing to learn in the midst of the birthing process, because that's the last thing you want to do. But I think it's the same when we're counseling people, because even in my own relationships and having to discuss some of the harder things, if a counselor says to you, oh, no, you know, or kind of, Either they can relate or kind of try to give you a different perspective, which is also very helpful. 
at times, but in that moment, it's so critical Mm -hmm. to stay with that person that they can kind of birth this pain and be able to say whatever it is, their perception of it and how it's impacted them and how it's affected them. Because when we don't do that, then it's kind of like it stays stuck and it stays unprocessed. And then it's kind of like they can go around the same mountain with it. So it's very critical to try to stay in that place. So um, that's something I've learned. And that's really helped me immensely is to try to just be still in those moments and just try to let them have their experience and kind of get out of the way almost just being that supportive presence to them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, Thank you for sharing that. That That's extremely profound. And I loved all the analogies you said to go along with that because um, I haven't started my internship yet. But um, in my classes, um, we've talked a lot about uh, kind of what you touched on as far as like how useful and helpful um, self-disclosure and um, sharing a different perspective can be. Um, but to use that so lightly mm-hmm. and, and to always um, have the client's best interest in mind when you're sharing something. Um, and I loved what you shared about, you know, not having that immediate response that you might have, like with a friend or a family member or something like that, where, um, you know, you're kind of like, oh, no, and, you know, that immediate reaction of what you're saying to them. But to exactly what you said, I think it's so important to get outside of yourself and just let it let it kind of be awkward, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, give that silence and give that space for that person to work through that on their own and not share your immediate response. So thanks for sharing that because I think that's definitely, you know, learning to appreciate silence and learning that that's okay and learning that, you know, you're a presence with the person, not that you have to have all the right words and, um, you know, do anything for them necessarily, but to just be with them in that moment is so huge to remember. Yes, Bridget, exactly. Did a great summary of that. Oh, I just, I just really wanted to pause there because yeah, just what you said about um, it kind of being like the labor and delivery processor. Um, I don't have any children myself, but I, I the way you described that was um, very profound and just thanks for sharing that because um, I think that uh, for myself and I've heard a lot of other um, students beginning their internship kind of sharing thoughts of I don't know what I'm going to say and I'm worried I'm going to say the wrong thing. And just for you to touch on that, that was a huge part of your own experience with your internship to get out of the way per se and to not worry so much about the words, but rather just be a presence in the room is, is really helpful. Great. I'm glad. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And sorry, I I didn't want to go on a tangent there, but um, thank you for just sharing that piece. Was there anything else about your experience that you wanted to touch on? Um. I, well, there's a lot of things I can touch on to um, what I learned because I worked with a lot of people that had like early childhood traumas. So for them, um, attachment is very important, right? So mm-hmm. what I didn't have the foresight to see also, and I wished I would have, is that, you know, I didn't really plan on doing inner child work. That's another thing that kind of came about. And that's something that I learned in my own process. So then I was able to like pass that on. And so Mm -hmm. what you have to realize is these people are like forming a healthy attachment with you. And they're able to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. in um, more ways than they may have been able to be with other people. Sometimes they haven't shared any of these things with anyone else. 
And so because I was in a short season of internship, like, you know, you, you really prepare for the termination process, like right away, you know, at your first session, you're telling them how long you'll be here for and, you know, just what they can Mm -hmm. kind of expect from you and however you want to present yourself. And so Mm -hmm. I had done that with a few clients, but I noticed that um, because it was like an attachment, a healthier attachment, and some people would say at the end, oh, well, were they codependent on you? And it's like, uh, I, I don't really always like to use those words because I think like, especially when you're doing like inner child work and develop in a way, they're like going through the development process all over again with you being that supportive mm-hmm. person that's non judgmental, that's not critical towards them. So mm-hmm. um, being able to kind of remind them again that this season is ending but that you're kind of like that carrier of hope for them um I was Mm -hmm. able to you know my clients they really wanted to continue on with me Bridget and so it was really a heart-wrenching experience too because it wasn't going to be possible to do that and so um it was just I guess it's something to be like really mindful of of like how do you go deep but then how do you like also let them know that this is just for a season and um Mm -hmm. kind of preparing them too even though for them too we were right in the midst of the deep deep work but so I guess like looking back you know I definitely built on their strengths and their resilience and all of those things and then so you want to kind of like continue to reiterate those things so that they can be prepared to move on possibly with another counselor or if they need to take a break or whatever it is that they need to do. And what I found too, I guess this is the biggest takeaway from all that to sum it up is not to try to be an expert of someone else's life Mm -hmm. because we just don't know what people need and people need different things at different times and whatever it is that they need I guess is what's important, you know, like, and then sometimes it's not possible, right? Like, because they were telling me, well, I I need to continue with you. And I I would tell them, you know, there's other counselors that have different strengths, and they'll have different perspectives that you can learn from. And, but it really is just like the attachment. And you think if they've had traumas when they were three years old, and some of them younger, then in some ways, they're kind of like, attaching to you and it is almost like in a motherly type of way too you know because they never received this encouragement and they never received like this positive talk that you have towards them and this belief and this hope that they can really do whatever it is that they've set their mind on or in the case where I was doing like biblical counseling with some of my clients you know who God created them as those I was able to do like faith-based biblical counseling with um, just kind Mm -hmm. of reiterating that over and over that um, you know they would be able to continue on and finding their purpose and God's plan for their life ultimately so um, yeah, I think that it's important to remember as you, you counsel people too that there is um, times and seasons, you know, and so while there's this great depth of like vulnerability and all that to also um, prepare people that there are other great counselors on here so that they kind of can build like a healthy interdependence with more than just you, which can be very difficult. And sometimes I don't know if it is possible, but 
Also, it was very beneficial to be able to know some of the other intern students that were coming in and to be able to connect those that wanted to continue on um, in this next season with counseling with someone that I knew would be the best fit for them as far as, you know, what I could see from my perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I may ask on that point, um, was, was, was biblical uh, counseling something that you um, learned in your program or was that like a learning that um, you did on your own and incorporated that in your style um, when clients wanted that piece, that faith-based piece? Right. So it's very interesting how all that came about. So I did not intend on going and doing biblical counseling because like you said, um, I didn't have like formal training, I would say. I mean, in a way I kind of did, but not um, in the sense that I would like to for, you know, doing biblical counseling going forward. Um, I -hmm. actually had prayed. It was something I wanted to do, like I said, after I got trained and Um, it just so happened that people came and they're like, I want, you know, a faith-based counseling, um, when I'd meet them and when they were getting a referral put in, um, and they wanted, you know, to use the word of God and all that. Now I had been discipled by someone for five and a half years. And so it kind of ended up being that where we kind of use the word of God as a foundation and, you know, it really still ended up being client centered because they were coming in and, you know, one of my clients said specifically, like, I want the lies of the past removed with the, and replaced with the truth of God's word. And that was really what my heart was Mm -hmm. too. So I thought it was definitely an answer to prayer and it definitely was something that happened um, before I had anticipated. And so I'm also like wondering to going forward, I definitely feel like called into ministry with that. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's all going to be weighed in the balance. And so we'll see what happens with that also. Sure. Sure. Thanks so much for um, sharing that piece. Yeah. I I was so interested. I think that, um, you know, that counseling um, itself, I think, um, you know, when you, when you have that faith-based piece, I think it, I would imagine it meshes really well. Um, And so that's great. You were able to navigate with clients where, you know, some were able to speak up and say, hey, I want that. And you were able to incorporate that into your practice. Yes, it really was. It was a great um, thing to do. And then looking back, like, even though I didn't have like formal training in a school, you know, being trained as a disciple, you are trained to disciple others. So then when I looked back on it, I realized like, wow, that's what really what was happening, you know, like you're teaching the word and then they're taking it forth and teaching it. And one of my clients in particular always used to say that. And I thought she was just such an advocate for counseling and it was so great, but she'd say, you know, Mm -hmm. like I really pass on the things that I'm learning here, you know, with the people in her community and stuff too. So I just thought that that was really, um, really, really great. And it's, it's nice to know when you're having a positive impact on someone and then in turn that it's impacting others. I mean, I think that's a lot of the reason why um, we go into counseling is because that's what we're hoping for, you know, to, to um, have that positive ripple going forth um, because of the work we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, great when clients can, um, you know, mention that to you and exactly what you said, that positive ripple effect going forward that, um, you know, you um, were able to come into the client's life for a season and touch them in such a way. And then that ripple effect hopefully continues to go to them and their relationships and their community. Like you shared, that's, 
that's a beautiful process. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Bridget. Sure. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I think um, we will go ahead and switch gears a little bit. That was so helpful to hear a little bit on your background and how your experience with your internship has been. I know um, you mentioned to me previously that you had a recent relationship that you had some reflections on. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if you would be willing to share anything uh, that, that you learned from that or that you're continuing to learn that you, you did want to share. Yes, actually, Bridget, I do want to share um, some things. And I know that this is like a relationship building podcast, but I also think like it's important to speak on our failures. And sometimes I think like in our failures, in our being able to admit those things that we can really um, grow in those seasons too. So, um, (laughs) so I was engaged. Um, It was kind of an informal um, engagement and this is a part of the issue that I recognize looking back. So I'm going to try not to mention his name because he still is very much a part of my life and just to like protect his confidentiality, but also his name is one that circles in my mind often because he was my best friend and I I would say he still is my best friend but at the same time I have to keep a distance and kind of let my heart heal um so mm-hmm. anyways um I think like in the beginning of our relationship like I'd known him from my past when I was a teenager and he was actually the first person I did love um and I and when I look back on it I would say he was the only person I loved because we had like somewhat of a spiritual connection at least in my mind okay (laughs) so this is where there's different Mm -hmm. perspectives but when we kind of reconnected I had already I'm definitely a thinking person and an over analytical person okay (laughs) so I Mm -hmm. was kind of already like looking for evidences that he was the one versus asking God, like, is he the one? And so in hindsight, that was like one of my biggest mistakes that I made, because in the looking for evidence, I was kind of getting ahead of God and things Mm -hmm. like that. And then um, I remember he would say to me, like, because I'm a a planning person, too. And he would say to me, like, Mm -hmm. you know, things with us are so great when you're like in the moment. You know, and that's so true. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what makes counseling so great, too, is because even though while you're talking in the past or talking about the past, like being in the moment, too, and like having those grounding techniques is what makes like counseling effective, too. But anyways, Mm -hmm. um, a relationship and counseling are like two separate things, but there is some overlap, I guess, in different ways. Yeah. But um, so... Like, I think that I just, you know, when they say like um, in Christian circle, well, it's in the Bible, but don't be unequally yoked, right? So Mm -hmm. I I kind of was thinking in my mind, like, um, yes, I had like walked with the Lord longer. Um, However, he was raised in like a biblical church. And so he had been hearing the word kind of his whole life. So I'm just, you know, by faith, like trusting that the Lord will kind of like ignite, you know, what, you know, I don't think with God there, like he can do a miracle, you know, like he can work at people really quickly. Right. So absolutely. the thing is, though, like I knew with him and I, too, like we were very much opposite and I realized like we could come into like a balance. But ultimately, I think the main thing is with me getting so far ahead with things and he's kind of like more 
you know, content in the moment. And he's just, I guess I would say, like, thinking about unequally yoked, I'm really I need word pictures in my life, it just helps me make sense of things. So I was just moving at a faster pace, you know, like, I just got way ahead. And so when you're like yoked to someone, even if it's just like, mentally and thinking that this is your husband and he he believed too in the in the beginning that I was his wife um and so you're kind of like pulling this person along right and Mm. that's very exhausting right and it's not good for him either because it's just like a mismatch ultimately of Mm -hmm. being able to go forward and build this life together, which is what a healthy relationship takes that you're both like building towards similar goals. Mm -hmm. So, and what I like contribute that to, I guess, is different levels of surrender. Um, For me, like I'm, I'm completely surrendered. And like I said, I've been walking with the Lord now for like 11 and a half years, like day by day, depending on him. Um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. where he was like newer in Christ, like, um, a couple of years. So it took me so long to get to the surrender. Even when you say, Lord, I surrender, like it's a process, right? Like you realize these areas that might not be surrendered yet. And the Lord is so gentle Mm -hmm. to like point that out to you. And I'm so grateful for that. His tender mercies that are new every morning. So, um, just being at different levels of surrender, I guess, is the way the reason why I think that our relationship um, didn't work. And um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. I think like, for me going forward, like, I definitely want to seek God and take my time with things like me and you talked before mm-hmm. we even got on the phone, like how when we're excited about something, we speak really fast about it. And so Mm -hmm. it's the same with my thinking, like being really excited about the relationship and um, not really recognizing like all the ways that we were different and seeing like, was it going to be possible for us to come together? Um, Yeah, so and there's so much more to it too, Bridget. That's the thing about counseling and relationships and people is we're just really Mm -hmm. complex beings. You know, we all have different life experiences and they all impact us in really profound ways too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing what you did, Jessica. Um, I I really appreciate that. And I know our listeners will tune, especially the way that you introduced your story. Um, saying that, um, you know, know, it is important in all things, uh, relationships included, to um, take a step back and, you know, look at our journeys and look at, uh, you know, perhaps some of the choices we've made and um, things we've walked through and how that, um, that itself does build your self personally from a personal development standpoint, Mm -hmm. and also relationally, Um, the fact that you were able to reflect upon that experience and uh, gather all the information that you did and, um, you know, you know, learn more about who you are um, and, and what you need. I, I just really want to uh, celebrate that in you and just thank you for sharing all that because exactly what you said, introducing your story, it, it is so important to look at ourselves as complex beings and knowing um, that we grow in so many different ways and through every experience, regardless of what it is. Yeah, so true, Bridget. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That was um, that, that was really wonderful to hear your perspectives on. Um, 
with the time we have left, um, I know you and I chatting uh, before this when we were kind of connecting and wanting to meet up. I know you mentioned that you're currently working on a workbook. Is that correct? I actually completed it and I've actually. And it's completed. Yes, I completed it. And um, I've actually my my real heart for it was to get into jails and prisons first and foremost, and then really in any mm-hmm. place of transition. But it can be I really want it to be obviously um, used to anyone who can benefit from it. Um, Firm Foundation is a workbook, and it is based on the scripture, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, and you should love mm-hmm. your neighbor as yourself. And so mm-hmm. that, it's it's like, how do we do that, right? And for each, sure. each person, yeah. it's going to look different, right? Because some people might worship to feel close to the Lord, or some people might do art, or some people might journal, but I think the importance is like, I really, my, my hope and my passion is to do it in a group because I think we learn so much when we hear other people and how they connect. And it also helps us Mm -hmm. find new ways to connect too. Mm -hmm. Um, But just, uh, it's still a journey for me figuring that out too, is, is how do I love the Lord with all that I am? So, um, it's a learning and growing process for me. And I just know women are very relational and women, you know, in correctional um, custody situations um, oftentimes are there because they didn't have healthy relationships or um, healthy modeling. Um, So that's why I really have a heart to get it to those women in particular, first and foremost. And I also know that they have some time to not be distracted and really kind of reprioritize their lives in new ways so yeah so I've been able to get 20 of the books into the county jail Um, there's a local ministry that goes in there and is able to she can't do the group right now because of COVID but she's been able to drop some things off so um, so grateful that God opened that door and I just want to continue getting it in wherever I can and it's really um yeah, it's, I think that it'll be helpful. I, I'm looking forward to, um, well, really, I'm going to trust my faith that it's going to do what, what it intends, and that's that the word would go forth, and that people could have that as their firm foundation, that relationship with Christ and with others and with themselves. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that, Jessica. Yeah, from a faith perspective, um, that, that is that is exactly it, that, that, that firm foundation that we um, have within ourselves and then, uh, you know, take forward into our personal lives, into our relationships and, and, and always just, um, you know, the goodness of the Lord and, um, you know, that, that firm foundation we have in him, uh, to carry us through, um, all of life's, uh, joys and difficulties. And, and I love what you said as far as, um, you know, you, you put in the work, you, uh, created the workbook and, um, we're a good steward over that, that was on your heart. And of course now it's up to the Lord to, um, let him, uh, do it and, um, have, have it go forth and open doors for you, um, as he sees fit. So that's, that, that's a great way to explain that. Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. I really appreciate you having me on today and hopefully we can do this again sometime. This has been really great. Absolutely. Yeah. I am so appreciative that you were um, willing to talk and yeah, I would, um, I'm so grateful Jessica that you shared with us everything you did. Um, I know I personally gained uh, a lot of just wisdom from you and, and looking forward to, for that to continue in our future conversations. 
Um, and thank you everyone else for listening. As always, uh, if you have any questions or any comments for Justin and I, you can reach us at couplesdevelop at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. So thank you for tuning in today. Thank you, Jessica, for being with us. Thank and you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.